It's the Hit a Deck podcast with Daddy and James. And the home of the Welcome to episode 20 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. James and I are back. We've made it to 20 episodes, which uh, they said it wouldn't last, James, but here we are. It's great to prove people wrong, and, and when it's that good, it's it really feels a lot better, too, so congratulations, sir. Actually, I don't know anybody who said it wouldn't last, so that's kind of... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying that for dramatic effect. Really, everybody was very supportive of this podcast. So uh, they said it would last, and it did, which sounds a lot less catchy, but yeah. Kudos to them. Thank you for the support. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for listening. And thank you. Hopefully you've stuck around for all 20, but if you're new, we welcome you. We hope you enjoy the Hit the Deck podcast, and we've got something great on on deck we've got something great scheduled for this podcast and we really hope you enjoy it so why don't we jump into the starting lineup without wasting any more time and tonight's starting lineup in goal i am the american rhino number 35 gary mccomiskey and of course my co-host on defense number four i'm james sajazi yes how are you james i didn't ask I'm doing pretty well. Thank you very much. How about yourself? Uh, it was very rude of me. I'm doing well. Thank you. Not I'm, at all. I, I also am doing well, much like you yourself are doing well. Very good. Uh, how was your father's day? Oh, it was great, actually. It was very busy, though. My daughter, Julia, she had her dance recital that day. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's, you know, any father would be happy to get that kind of gift of being able to watch his little girl dancing up on stage after putting in all that hard work all year. So that was nice. But, you know, we also went out to eat with my family and we visited and we went out to eat with uh, my wife's family. So with everything going on, it was just a very busy day. And I was I was happy. Uh, I wound up taking Monday off because Julia was yes. stepping up from kindergarten. So I was happy to have that extra little day not to sleep in, but a little extra rest, even though that wound up being a busy day as well. But uh, no rest for the weary. Here we are doing the Hit the Deck podcast. <laughs> and congratulations to Julia, Thank too. you. Thank you. Uh, I got a rough life, James, let me tell you. <laughs> going out to eat with people, going out for a day of fun with my little girl, doing podcasts. I mean, really. I, I should I should be a little better to myself. How do I do it? I mean, God honestly, bless. I'm, oh, oh I, I, you, you can't see me, but I am patting myself on the back for how great I am and, and how, uh, how diligently I, I don't know. Let's just get started. James, save me. Please tell me what's on deck. <laughs> You're the goalie, but okay. Here's what's on deck. Thanks, buddy. Viva, sure. Viva Las Vegas. As Gary and I and every other hockey fan figured, the NHL awarded an expansion team to Las Vegas. Man, are those road trips going to be fun. But 
sincere sympathies to Quebec. And it's drafty in here. In case you may not have made the connection yet, Gary's initials are GM. Now in the world of sports, that means general manager. So with the NHL draft being this weekend in Buffalo, we here at Hit the Deck will conduct our own deck hockey draft. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. My pleasure, good sir. Oh, boy. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) as you mentioned, the NHL finally voted on whether to have expansion teams. Uh, As I recall, we talked about this a few podcasts ago, and the options were to either institute a team in Las Vegas, bring in a team in Quebec, bring in a team in both places, bring in a team in neither place, or postpone the vote. Well, they did vote, and the votes are in, and as you mentioned in the on deck, they decided... We're going to have hockey in the desert, baby. I'm going to give it everything I've got. Lady luck, please let the dice stay hot. <laughs> let me shoot a seven with every shot. So, Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Viva Oh, man, the king is spinning in that grave. He is not saying thank you very much. I'll tell you that much. Uh, but thank you very much, Gary Bettman, I guess. The people of Las Vegas are, are saying. If nothing else, they have one more thing to bet on, as if they needed one. Uh, as you said, the road trips are going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure that there will be uh, a lot of money spent as if there wasn't already, there will be more money spent by uh, rich athletes who have plenty of time on their hands and plenty of money to burn. And, and uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> hopefully the NHL does not become any more corrupt. Viva Las Vegas, baby. Yeah. The league voted unanimously on this too. And as Gary mentioned that we did, Speak about an article about the uh, the Quebec Nordiques fans who have hold, held on to that team and how uh, a few thousand of them have tried so hard to get a team back in Quebec. But uh, the league voted unanimously for the Vegas team, which will start playing in 2017-2018 season. And as Gary also mentioned before, that the league voted to postpone the vote for an expansion in Quebec because of division imbalance and the weak Canadian currency. So they did not say when the timeline will be, when they will vote again for a team in Quebec, but hopefully uh, within the near future, the Canadian dollar or currency will be stronger and uh, they will be able to have another team to balance out the divisions properly. But Gary, man, I tip my cap to you. That was, that was terrific. Quebec. Je suis désolé. I just Googled that. That means I'm sorry in French. You're, you're on fire tonight, man. I mean, between the, the Viva Las Vegas song and the French, I'm, I'm quite impressed. Well, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to justify the singing because um, even though 
I really don't worry about this that much. Uh, if, to to get around copyright problems, I couldn't just play the song, so I had to I had to sing along with it. So it, it didn't, you know, the 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 filters and the whatever the the bots and the the what have you didn't catch the thing and the uh, I'm really grasping at straws here. You are such a goalie at heart. Thank you for saving us because I wouldn't even think about that stuff. So. Leave us alone, lawyers. <laughs> yeah. The, the Teflon Mac. Well done, Rhino. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, so yeah, man, I'll see you in Vegas. Uh, the Mets have a farm team out there. And, it's true. Uh, it's a win-win situation for us, I guess. So I can't wait for the Rangers to go on a trip out there. I guess. I'm told they have great margaritas. Uh, Jen went there many years ago with a friend of hers. My wife, Jen, went there many years ago with a friend of hers. And uh, they went to some great margarita bar on the strip or something. So, uh, you know, great. I can confirm that as a matter of fact. Uh, the last time I went, I went with my brother at around 1999 or thereabouts. And the reason, the f- main reason why we went out there was at the time, the Hilton had this incredible Star Trek experience exhibit, which yes. was the most, oh, it was amazing. It had a replica of um, the uh, promenade from Deep Space Nine on it. It had a replica bridge from the uh, Next Generation Enterprise. And they had histories and, and, and things from the movies and the, and the shows. It was so amazing. It was great. For any Star Trek fan or sci-fi fan, it was heaven on Earth. Unfortunately, it's not there anymore. But at the time... It was a blast, and and the the one of the biggest highlights of that Star Trek experience, besides the the ride where you can actually appear on the uh, Enterprise D mm-hmm. bridge, which was fantastic. In the restaurant, it was Quark's Bar. Of course, so, yeah, and they had actors and actresses dressed up as Klingons and and Starfleet Academy and things, uh, Starfleet officers and mm-hmm. such, and they'd interact with us, and and the drinks were phenomenal, and the food was great, and. Like, uh, for example, you could get the wrap of Khan and things like that. And uh, just really, it was so much fun and it was great. And I would give anything for them to to bring that back. Mm -hmm. So if they do, then there's just no reason not to go out to Las Vegas. I probably asked you this the last time you told me about this, but my memory is awful. So was there also a 10 forward somewhere? No, there wasn't. But uh, when they bring it back, they should do that. So excellent, (laughs) excellent suggestion. Oh man! So yeah, there there, there goes uh, 2017, 2018. Get your tickets now. Actually, in all honesty, though, the season ticket holders for the Las Vegas team, I think they quoted as something like fourteen thousand or fourteen hundred people already have uh, signed up for season tickets. So that should be pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so there is some enthusiasm for it, and I imagine they'll do well from tourists. Sure. And also, it's it's. I think it's a straight three hour drive from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. Yeah, doing California, the speed limit too. By the way, so California already has plenty of teams. Right, so you get all that spillover as well. And and I'm not sure how far off the uh, Coyotes are, but uh, it it kind of does make sense. But again, I mean, we really sympathize for the the Quebec fans that the true real hockey fans up there in Canada, where the birthplace of hockey is. So hopefully things will, will change and for the better, and they'll get their team back up there as well. So the Winnipeg Jets got one back, so hopefully 
Quebec could get their team back too. Well, so. yeah, as you said, they didn't vote it down. They postponed the vote for Quebec. So, um, yeah. you know, maybe down the line they'll decide they need more of that expansion money and give Quebec a shot. Absolutely. The more the merrier, huh? We. Oui. <laughs> so, so, you want to do this thing? Yeah, I, I reckon. All right, my friend, as uh, we said at the top of the show, this weekend at the recording of this podcast is the actual 2016 NHL draft up in Buffalo. Mm. So with your initials being GM and uh, with the draft going on, we figured, why not? Let's do our own deck hockey draft. Oh, I thought of another tie-in for this to justify it. Sure. Uh, with the new team coming in Las Vegas, there's going to be an expansion draft. That's very true. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, uh, yeah, so basically what we're going to do is, as you may recall, if you are a, well, not even, you don't even have to be that long time of a listener, but if you've been listening in the last few weeks, you may recall that we recently did a segment about hockey-related people in fiction and pop culture, movies and comics and television shows whether it's about an actual hockey player or just somebody tangentially related to to hockey we broke down our favorites and and the best and maybe some of the worst people hockey related characters out there in in uh media i guess and so what we're going to do is we're going to revisit that conversation and we are going to hold our own hit the deck draft and we are going to pull from that pool of players and maybe a few other people. And we are going to form our own deck hockey teams. James and I are going to, as in a normal draft, James and I are going to take turns drafting players and creating our own teams from the available pool. So James is the general manager of his team. And that team is going to be called what, James? The Misbehaving Few, and uh, for all of you Mets fans out there, if you recall the days of Shea Stadium and Bob Murphy, as you were walking into the stadium, he would always announce to the fans to behave and and conduct yourselves in a nice, proper order, which Mets fans always did anyway, but just for the opposing team's fans, you know. Mm -hmm, So um, one of the things that he would end up with saying is, uh, you know, make, make sure everybody can enjoy the game with the exception of some misbehaving few or something to that, to, to that extent. So that's why I figured I'd come out with uh, my deck hockey team being named the misbehaving few. Well, uh, my team, James, is going to be the Queen's Crash because I discovered that a crash is a herd of rhino. Oh, wow. That yes. is awesome. Yes. <laughs> a crash of rhino. So we are the Queen's Crash. Because well Queens done. is where I am from, born and raised and lived all my life, except for the that, few nights that I've spent uh, on your couch. But that, yeah. you know, that's a temporary residence in Brooklyn. But uh, you're always welcome here. Yeah. Oh, but that's, thank you. you know, anyway, from hanging out because Brooklyn is kind of trying to pick up on uh, in Queens lead. So with the uh, with 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 the Barclays Center and MCU Park where the Cyclones play. So, yeah, a lot of times where Gary has to crash over here after uh, going to a wrestling event or a mm-hmm. baseball game or whatever the case is, as opposed to me usually crashing your wonderful borough <laughs> and watching the Mets and, and skating in uh, the world hockey uh, arena and stuff like that too. So it, uh, at least I could do for you, but, uh, but yeah. And, um, I wanted Gary to go first just because of his initials, mm-hmm. but he's such a generous, fair human being 
that he insisted on that we flip a coin to see who will draft first. So, well, fine. Be- before we do that, James wanted me to go first simply because my initials were GM, which is the managing executive of a team who picks the players. For those of you who may, for some reason, be listening to this podcast and yet know nothing about sports. So that that was the logic there. But I said, no, we are fair. And we have an equal stake in this, and I will accept no undue advantage. So we're going to flip a coin. But before we flip that coin, James, why don't you tell me who's coaching your team? Ah, yes. Yeah, before I announce the coach, I just want to let everybody know out there that we're going to stick to six starters apiece plus an extra skater, which Gary so smartly suggested for the times when you have to pull a goalie. And uh, we'll... Stick with a regular hockey function where you have three forwards, two defensemen, and a goalie. So uh, we'll, we'll stick to that uh, six-player, seven-player format. And uh, so, yeah, so for my head coach, I have selected Mr. Reggie Dunlop from the movie Slapshot. And uh, he's the player coach, as a matter of fact, of the Federal League's Chiefs. But uh, he's in retirement now, so he will just stick to the bench. Good. So I guess you have, uh, if nothing else, you have like an emergency player, uh, backup player that you can go to if need be. So you're already ahead of the game there. Well, yeah, but um, I don't want to bend the rules or anything like that. So if you're able to do the same thing, no, then no, we'll, we'll put that rule in. That's but fine. no, he'll, he'll, he'll stick to the bench. He'll stick to the bench. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about like an emergency backup kind of oh, situation. Okay. That's, you know, it's. Gotcha. All yeah, right. like if a goalie goes down or something. Okay, so that's, that's uh, Reggie Dunlop, manager yes. Reggie Dunlop. Great, uh, great choice. So thank you. Per your suggestion, I am for the Queen's Crash. Their manager is going to be Angus MacGyver. <laughs> I never knew his first name. <laughs> yes, because we know that uh, Richard Dean Anderson played hockey as a child and or as a young man, and I figure even though his playing career was tragically cut short he still being macgyver if anyone can draw up a creative play it's got to be him so he's my pick for head coach well done that's All an right. excellent pick good great job scouting on that one man it was your idea <laughs> now it's my turn to pat myself on the Talk yeah, really. about a, a back-ended compliment that's that's pretty sick that was a great suggestion <laughs> Uh, sorry. I'm going to the box for that one. That that's that's bad. All right, James. So I th- the okay. The time has come for the coin toss. Okay. So call it in the air, and oh, uh, well, you call should, it because no, no, you call it. I should. I'm flipping. I should tell yeah. our listening audience, uh, as I told you, that this coin that we're flipping has no real significance, but it's just interesting in that it happens to be a 1979 silver dollar. I guess that's a, what, like a Susan B. Anthony? And so I didn't even know I had it until I tried to use it to pay for something, thinking it was a quarter, and the cashier flagged me down and said, no, no, this isn't a quarter, this is a dollar. I said, thank you very much. So I don't, I, don't, I guess somebody gave it to me as change for something, but now it's mine. And that is what I'm using for this prestigious coin toss to determine who gets the first pick in the 2016 hit the deck draft. All right, James, call it in the air and go heads. It is heads. You get the first pick. (laughs) All right. Thank you, sir. Yes. So Um, 
We'd like to invite Mr. James Sejazi of the Misbehaving Few to read off his first pick in the 2016 Hit the Deck draft. Thank you, Mr. Rhino Mac. Uh, yeah, we have a loose three-minute limit for our picks, but I'll just jump right into it. With the uh, first selection of the 2016 Hit the Deck draft, the Misbehaving Few choose Mr. Seabass from the movie Dumb and Dumber. And uh, Seabass is a forward, a right wing to be exact, from Providence, Rhode Island. And one of my all-time favorite characters from one of my all-time favorite movies, and therefore Seabass gets the coveted first pick. All right. I guess I'm on the clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah now no, right. Now it goes to you. Do, you. do you want to tell us why you picked Seabass? Uh, I, I chose, yeah, sure, that, that's a good idea. Um, I chose Seabass because uh, he is portrayed by the one and only Cam Neely of the Boston Bruins fame, one of the all-time best scorers in the league uh, league's history. Unfortunately, his career was cut short because of back issues, something that Mets fans can relate to with uh, David Wright, so that really hits home to the severity of such a, a problem, especially in hockey and in baseball. Having back issues is just, I mean, it's taken down many a great athlete. And uh, really, it, it's a shame. But during his time, he's a consummate 50-goal scorer and a great teammate, tough guy, big forward. He probably could have been just as comfortable on defense. But uh, having the, the the coolness to be a character, a pretty shifty character, if you will, in the movie Dumb and Dumber, which is one of my brother's and my, and my sister-in-law's favorite movies of all time. It's really funny. If you get a chance to watch it, definitely do so. But uh, the only thing I won't do for Seabass is meet him for manly love in a dirty restroom in, in Colorado in, in some um, gas station somewhere. Other than that... No judgment, away, James. Uh, no judgment. Uh, away we go. So that's why I chose Seabass as the coveted first pick. All right. Good choice. So Thank you. for the first pick... Of the 2016, well, the second pick, but for the uh, Queen's Crashes first pick of the 2016 Hit the Deck draft, we are going to take from New York, New York, in goal, Casey Jones. Oh, nice. Very good. So uh, Casey Jones, of course, being uh, ally of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, vigilante, who patrols the streets of New York wearing a hockey mask and beating thugs up with sports equipment. Um, <laughs> he's, he's obviously, he's uh, very determined and he, he doesn't, uh, I'm not going to say he's reckless with his body, but he can take a beating, I would assume. Um, so he, he can take some punishment and he's fearless. And uh, he, he's uh, a staunch defender. So I think that he's the perfect man to stand in goal for the Queen's Crash. Agreed on that one. Excellent pick. And I'm glad you went with your heart, too, sticking with a goalie. So the most important player on the ice or on the court, if you will. All right. So you're on the clock, James. Okay. So for my second pick of the... 2016 hit the deck draft the misbehaving few choose mr johnny upton defenseman from montreal quebec speaking of quebec 
And this young man is the captain of the Federal League's Chiefs from the movie Slapshot. So uh, Johnny Upton, we scouted for many a reason, one being a captain of a team as unruly as the Charlestown Chiefs takes a lot of guts. You need to be a manly man to do so, mm-hmm. especially handling the uh, Hanson brothers, among other people, and our coach, Reggie Dunlop, um, suggested him very highly as well. And uh, he's a tough, hard-nosed guy, speaks his mind, sticks to his guns, and is a heck of a player at that. So with all those things on his resume, had to stick with uh, Reggie Dunlop's old teammate, from the Chiefs, Mr. Johnny Upton. All right, very nice. And for our second pick, the Queens Crash are going to take, on defense from the city of Chicago, Illinois, Harry Dresden. Harry Dresden is a wizard who, in the for the purposes of this podcast, in, in the uh, television adaptation of his book series, uh, uses a hockey stick for his wizarding staff. I figure he he actually he keeps himself in very good shape, and he is somebody who he he definitely can take a beating. He does frequently go toe to toe with things, uh, people, and things that are bigger than him, meaner than him, and outclass him pretty much. And he does so recklessly and without regard for his own safety. And uh, I figure that's the kind of guy I want back on the blue line. Because if you got a, a, a mean old forward bearing down on the goal, you want somebody who's going to give up his body at all costs to, to do the right thing and, and save the day for his team. So, and and he's, he's a good guy. He respects the rules. He's not going to cheat by using magic to win the game because he doesn't roll that way. So just so you know, you don't have to worry about that. He's going to play it straight, but he's going to go all out. Plus, he owns a spirit of intellect, an ancient spirit of intellect, who can probably give him some pointers on uh, on good ways to play the game. So I figure that's a bonus. Oh, big time. Uh, well done. So uh, Harry Dresden. All right. Nicely, nicely done. Between Mr. Dresden and uh, Mr. MacGyver, that's – wow. Uh, we certainly have our work cut out for us to try and figure that out conundrum out but uh for the third pick the misbehaving few will take goaltender sergeant mace from the city of philadelphia and from the toy line known as cops central organization of police specialists yeah try to uh to shore up our defense and and like we said before one of the most probably the most important player on the deck hockey team is your goalie so as we said in a few episodes ago describing sergeant mace he has a hockey glove, which he uses to hold his bazooka. He will not use his bazooka in the games, as <laughs> Mr. Dresden will be kind enough to uh, keep the magic on the side. So we just have to be fair and, and, and oblige that as well. But nice. uh, yeah, hard-nosed guy. And he's from the future, too. So he's, he's coming back. So maybe he's learned a trick or two on how to play deck hockey and, and figure out some new ways to protect the goal. And as being a police officer... It's in his nature, and, and the, the, the captain of the, uh, the SWAT team, it's in his nature just to be defensive and, and guard the house at all costs. So Sergeant Mace is our goalie for the misbehaving few. That's actually a great pick. I mean, you, you figure, like you said, he's from the future, and we know how quickly the game is evolving from 
you know, the the kind of slow, not that the, today's players don't have skill, but way back when, you know, 50, 60, 80 years ago, the NHL was very different. It was a uh, hockey was a game played a lot slower and a lot more focus was just put on you know fundamentals and basically moving the puck around now guys are are huge the the game plays at warp speed everybody's got a, a really hard shot everybody's got a really accurate excuse me accurate shot I can't imagine what the game's going to be like in the future but he's from the future so he's going to be conditioned to that level of play uh, we have our work cut out for us trying to get one past this guy. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see who else you have up your sleeve in terms of forwards and whatnot. So, uh, Plus, I mean, your with, defense is with oh, the with the way that equipment get, keeps getting bigger. This guy is going to be like this. <laughs> he's probably going to be geared up like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in net. He does have a jetpack, but again, he won't be using that in goal either. So, <laughs> right. he'll he'll abide by the modern day rules. Okay, he, he's, fair a, he's a he's a cop. He's a good cop. He's an honest man. So. Well, as long as he's a good cop, yes. Well, for my next pick, James, I'm going to go off the board on this one. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm, it's within the bounds of the discussion that we had and, and, uh, and the, the, the bounds of what we've established for where we can pull for these things. Okay. For my next pick, the Queen's Crash at forward, hailing from Gotham City, I'm taking Batman. Oh, man. Yep. As we discussed in that previous podcast, Batman played a version of hockey in Batman and Robin. He had skates built into his boots, which he's not going to need because it's deck hockey. But I think if anyone can run around and keep up his stamina, hit people, and be accurate, it's going to be the Dark Knight. Oh, man. Um... He's going to have an accurate shot, but he's also going to have a defense-first mentality. And uh, you know what? I, I like that kind of strategic thinker. Um, I, just, I don't think I'm going to feel the team versus you guys already. You only have three, <laughs> and it's, it's already well done, man. That's, oh, thank you. You came to win. Hey, I don't mess around. <laughs> not, not at all. Full disclosure, <laughs> part of the reason that I, I'm going off the board now and um, maybe a couple other times going forward is – most of the movies you put up for the pool that we can pull from, hockey-centric movies, most of those movies I haven't actually seen. So uh, I, I'm maybe that makes me a bad hockey fan, but it also makes me an uninformed hockey fan. So um, I'm trying to, to do my best here with what I've got. It's 100% legal. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, uh, that is very well much so in the boundary. We discussed the, the, the Batman and Robin movie. Mm-hmm. And it's true, and absolutely, Batman is a legitimate, 100% legal pick. And I'm just really angry I didn't think of him. So, well done. That's all right. You're on the clock, James. <laughs> okay, uh, how do you follow that up? answer is you don't. But with the fourth pick in the 2016 Hit the Deck, deck Hockey Draft, the misbehaving few chooses forward guy quote smiley rod hockey uh this young man yeah this man hails from brooklyn new york and specifically from patrick fogarty's rod hockey set if patrick okays the deal 
the misbehaving few welcome Guy Smiley Rod Hockey with open arms. I'm sorry, you said he was up front? He's a forward? He's a forward, yes. Okay. Um, and what are the qualities of Guy Smiley Rod Hockey that make him such a great pick? Unfortunately, he's a little one-dimensional, if you can deal with that uh, corny joke, uh, which is why he's on forward. He is tirelessly, he has stamina through the roof. He never gives up. Unfortunately, if it's raining outside, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> and and he is quite easy to knock over and whatnot, but uh, he, he always has a smile on his face. He always bounces back, and he's always willing to take the shot and shoot accurately at all costs. So one of my first exposures to the beautiful sport of hockey was thanks to Patrick and his rod hockey game. So had to go with the, with who he dubbed guy smiley because all the players <laughs> had smiles on their faces. So, uh, that, that's our, our pick for, uh, for forward. Nice. I like it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. So for our next pick, the Queens crash are going to take on defense from Stillwater, Minnesota, Fulton Reed, you may, well, you, James, probably wouldn't know who he is because you don't watch uh, the Mighty Ducks movies, but he was, uh, he was a kid who, kind of a street kid, an outsider, big guy, kind of a goon, but, you know, very loyal, has a crazy hard shot like somebody else I know, <laughs> um, and, and he knows Daredevil, so that's a, that's a plus. Ooh. Well, no, so the actor that played him in the Mighty Ducks movie is now playing Foggy in the the Daredevil series. So he's uh, he knows Daredevil. So yeah, um, Fulton Reed, big guy, big hard nosed defender. He's gonna match up nicely with Harry on the blue line. He's uh, he's gonna be more of an offensive defenseman, both uh. with his shot and with his body and and he's going to be the more aggressive guy well i think harry's probably going to be more of a stay-at-homer so you know i think they'll complement each other nicely he'll be the leech to uh harry's bookaboom although he's probably leech and bookaboom wrapped into one with uh his size so that's who we're taking okay that sounds great yeah you you definitely you are a defensive juggernaut but with batman being one of your forwards Golly, you guys are well-balanced if I've ever heard. So for the fifth pick, the misbehaving few will go a little bit of a surprise here. Forward, Mr. Kelly Youngblood. Now, uh, Kelly Youngblood is from somewhere in upstate New York and is the older brother of Dean Youngblood from the movie by the same name, Youngblood. Now, uh, Kelly unfortunately had an injury where his career was cut short and then he had to go back to his father's farm and work the land but he never gave up that hope and and fire to become a hockey player which when he saw his younger brother struggling with the fact that he wasn't much of a fighter and uh dean youngblood who eventually did make it thanks in large part to his brother's support was discouraged because his best friend and forward was uh, hit in um, by an illegal hit in one of the goons in an opposing player from the league he was in and kind of discouraged him a little bit. So he went back home with his tail between his legs and uh, Kelly just wouldn't have any of it. So one of his quotes was that he would have given anything to take another shot at joining the Mustangs was the team, which was uh, a worth, roughly a minor league team to get to the bigs eventually. And uh, he was thinking of taking 
Dean's place instead. But he taught Dean how to fight and and get his courage back and go on and uh, have a great career out there for the Mustang. So in terms of redemption and for rewarding being a great big brother and a good man and a selfless human being, Kelly Youngblood will be the left wing for the misbehaving few. Nice. All right. Good, solid pick. Good hockey player. Um, Unfortunately, I don't think he stands much of a chance versus Dresden and Reed, but, hey, you never know. (laughs) So uh, for my next pick, (laughs) I think think, uh, I'm not sure if you – if. This is going to be a pro or a con against your team, but I'm going way off the board for this one. For my next pick, at forward, from Silicon Valley, California, I am taking the NHL on Fox bot. Oh, 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 wow. Please tell me the logic behind that. That is an amazing pick. Well, for those of you who may be too young to remember, 20 or so years ago, when Fox almost ruined the game of hockey by bringing the glow puck into the sport, uh, and as James is fond of saying, almost killed Brian Leach in the process, their avatar, uh, they, they still have something similar, I think, for their football games, but they, yes. had, they had two hockey robots who had like hockey helmets and sticks, and they fought and stuff, and, and the, honestly, the, the robots were the coolest thing about the broadcasts. They, the robots bore the team logo of whatever teams were playing in that particular afternoon's matchup. So uh, I figure a robot, plenty of stamina. We're not playing on ice, so we're, we're not worried about the robot shorting out due to rain or rusting uh, or due to, to water or rusting. Unless, of course, it rains, in which case I'm going to have to go to the bench probably. But, you know. C'est la vie. It's a risk, but it's no more of a risk than uh, Guy Smiley Rod Hockey. So he's uh, – I don't know that, that the NHL on Fox spot has much in the way of strategy, but he's a big bruiser. He can be an enforcer on the wing, and, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll be great at the screen. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's that kind of muscle you want up front. Just sometimes you just want somebody – who can shove their way into the crease, get their hands dirty or robotic appendages in this case, dirty and uh, just, you know, get a dirty goal scored. That is very true. Excellent logic behind that as well. Um, As Gary and I can attest to that, the last few seconds of a hockey game are intense and that's when you need guys like that to put the puck in the net. So well done. And speaking of redemption, that's excellent because uh, I don't think anybody would have been, thoughtful enough to think of the NHL on Fox bot. So excellent, <laughs> excellent job at that. Thank you. Uh, I look forward to losing to you guys. So He's been in retirement, though, for a while, so he may be a little rusty. Okay. Huh? Huh? A little, little rusty because he's a, he's a robot? He's, yeah, all, all right. I'm sorry. And with that, kind of uh, inadvertently following your lead here uh, for the sixth pick – of the 2016 Hit the Deck deck Hockey Draft, the misbehaving few will pick up defenseman from Boston, Massachusetts, the NHL Guardian Bruin. Mm. Yeah, now, obviously, being a Ranger fan, I 
seriously considered the NHL Guardian Ranger, but I uh, wasn't sure if you were going to pick him up or not, so I tried to hedge my bet a little bit and uh, do a little strategy. So figured he's he's a huge bear, and his skill sets are uh, pretty good in terms of being a defenseman where uh, you can't really sneak up on him. He has excellent sense of uh, of smell as well, so he could know when uh, the pressure's on and whatnot, and uh, very defensive-minded as it is, a protective, big, burly bear with huge um, claws and such and nasty teeth and whatnot. But he, he'll, he'll abide by the rules. He won't be <laughs> uh, clawing people to death or, or uh, biting anybody, but he will try his best to keep the bot at – well, actually, uh, yeah, at, 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 uh, at bay – <laughs> but as for Batman, I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll see about that. But uh, anyway, yeah. So for our sixth pick, defenseman, the NHL Guardian Bruin. All right, that is that is a solid pick. Thank you. So, yeah, you know, with the with the Ranger too. I mean, like you pointed out, he had that awesome. He uses the Ranger crest as a mm-hmm, shield as a shield. So uh, I wasn't sure if that was going to be legal in deck hockey. So that's um, a great it really point. came down. Yeah, it came down to that. So. Uh, all right. Well, I feel like I don't have enough actual hockey players on my team. So for my sixth pick, the Queens Crash are going to take from Minneapolis, Minnesota. At center, we're going to take Charlie Conway from the Mighty Ducks. He was the heart and soul of that team. He was the leader. He was the most skilled player. He was the guy who wanted it the most. He, he, was, he was a skilled player, but he was also uh, a team player, although occasionally he, he, he cost his team by being a little selfish. But I think sometimes the best players want to be the best players and they want to be the hero. So I think we can work with that. I'm okay with that. So, Mr. Charlie Conway, if you can take off your Ducks jersey for just a minute, you're going to be a crash. Crasher. Crash. Crash guy. I'm going to have to work on that. But you're going to be part of the Queen's Crash, brother. Well done. And excellent scouting again. Uh, honest honest scouting as well. And the benefit of having Batman as his wingman, uh, wingmate mm-hmm. is just going to benefit Charlie tremendously. So Batman has a knack of uh, teaching skills and discipline to younger fighters with him and just uh, as, as a father figure. So well done. That That's... You guys are, you're, you guys are stacked, man. The uh, Queens Crash boy. I, I I want a jersey. I'm I'm, I'm fans <laughs> of these guys actually. <laughs> now, James, uh, I know it's it's your turn, and I yeah. am going to. I, of course, I'm going to let you take your pick, and I'm sure you have somebody down already. Mm-hmm. But in the spirit of true sportsmanship, as uh, you know, we are sportsmen and friends and and equals I, I i feel like my team is a little too stacked and maybe you need something to even the odds that uh, so for our uh kind of hero player the the utility player that is going to come off the bench or be available off the bench i want to offer a suggestion to you and you can feel free to take it or not but okay. you may not have thought of this this is another one that's way off the board i am going to suggest that the misbehaving few draft Wayne Gretzky from Pro Stars. <laughs> oh, oh, oh wow! Um, like you said, I got a stacked team. I think it's only fair. 
that is way too generous. And... No, no, no. That I have Batman. You can at least take Wayne Gretzky if you want him. Well, how do you, I mean? You can't turn down the great one. He's he's my favorite player too, by the way, along with millions of other hockey fans. But this is what I figured. Uh is that really legal though? I mean, he's he's Wayne Gretzky. He's, he's not. I know with with the cartoon you're referring to, and I believe it was a comic book as well, but. Mm-hmm. He's not a character. He's he's the man. No, no. That this this is a this, this is the this character. This okay. You're you're not drafting the great one. You're okay. drafting the guy who's awesome at hockey, and then in his spare time fights crime and injustice, and has skates that pop out of his sneakers, rollerblades that ah, pop out of his oh, sneakers. You're okay, drafting gotcha. that guy. Okay, so was he at least voiced by Wayne Gretzky or somebody else? Do you do you know that? I don't remember. I'd feel I feel more comfortable if. Okay, if it was just if it was some actor or something like that, like Lorenzo Music was supposed to be. IMDb Peter Ahoy! <laughs> funny, uh, uh, funny thing about Lorenzo Music, and you may already know this, but mm-hmm. Lorenzo Music famously voiced Garfield in, of course, in uh, Garfield and Friends, and in the Garfield movie, um, the the live action one that was recent, well, recent in the last within the last ten years decade, or so, yeah. yeah. Um, Garfield was voiced by Bill Murray, who rose to fame. Well, not rose to fame, but who uh, established himself, uh, one of his, his biggest movies, as Peter Venkman. And in the Ghostbusters cartoon, Venkman was voiced by Lorenzo Music. It's the circle of life. 100% correct, and, and you're speaking in my wheelhouse, too, because growing up, I was a huge, huge Garfield fan, so I, oh, I yeah, love absolutely. Lorenzo Music, and then I was very excited when he did do the voice of Peter Venkman in the real Ghostbusters cartoon, because mm-hmm. Peter Venkman was my favorite Ghostbuster, too, so like you said, the circle of life and <laughs> worlds collided, and I was very happy, so that was very cool. Oh, who doesn't love Venkman? Absolutely. <laughs> Although, I think, I don't know. I was going to say maybe I'm a, I'd probably be more of an Egon, but if I'm being honest, I'm probably more of a, a Rick Moranis. No, no, no way. Um, and one Christmas, I wanted the Ecto-1 more than anything in the mm-hmm. world, and Santa Claus came through. So the, the toy, the Ecto-1 toy. James, you will yeah. be relieved to know okay, that good. Pro right. Stars, Wayne Gretzky was voiced by Townsend Coleman. Okay. Not the great one himself. All right. Um, you deserve something for that. I don't know, payment or uh, no, no. future draft pick? Or... No, C- consider, consider it professional courtesy. Well, thank you, sir. That That is, I mean, even for the coin flip, you are a gentleman to a level that people just can't even comprehend. So thank you, sir. With your wonderful recommendation, the misbehaving few will draft the uh, – Sports stars? Is that what it was? Version pro of stars. Wayne pro stars, excuse me. The pro stars version of Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, it was uh, – for, for those of you who may not know what we're talking about, in the early 90s, there was a short-lived cartoon called Pro Stars in which um, Wayne Gretzky, Bo Jackson, and uh, I think there was one other big star. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yes. Yeah. Um they, as I alluded to earlier, they were athletes by day and they fought crime and injustice by night using their amazing athletic gifts and random sports-related weaponry. 
Um, <laughs> so that's the that's the guy we're talking about. So that was the theme song to Pro Stars. And one thing I had forgotten, and shame on me, is that not only does Wayne Gretzky have rollerblades that pop out of his sneakers, and not only are they skates, but they're rocket skates. Uh But in the opening theme, Wayne Gretzky drops a puck and shoots it, and it turns into a boomerang that hits a bad guy. (laughs) That's who you drafted, sir. You are too too generous. Thank you so much. That is the kind of skill. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, we 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 won't use any boomerang pucks on you. So thank you. But in case you were curious, I did have another player in mind. But I would um, like to know who you were going to draft. Who? Yeah. Who's going to be sitting at home shaking their head because they're not getting a call? I'm sorry. Hopefully next year. Keep striving for it, and yeah. unless he joins another team to bite me in the butt. But uh, my extra skater was going to be Jack the Chimp from the movie MVP, most oh. most valuable primate. But uh, I hope he doesn't gouge my eyes out or anything like that. So I think he would he would feel flattered <laughs> if, if you're going to get turned down. Mm-hmm. If you're going to lose out to anybody, Wayne Gretzky is is you just tip your cap and move along. So. That is a quality choice. Oh, I'm, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm almost sorry that I suggested it. Well, since he's on the, uh, the roster now, I mean, he's, he's back on the board. If you want him, he's yours unless, but knowing by the way you've drafted. <laughs> so without further ado, I've delayed you long enough. We're waiting with bated breath. What is the final pick of the Queen's Crash? Oh, well, for our final pick, this is another one that's off the board, but... It's a little more, well, a little less obvious. I, as if Batman and <laughs> and uh, you know the the NHL Fox robot were were obvious. But regardless, for our final pick in the 2016 Hit the Deck Draft, the Queens Crash select from Tri County, Minnesota, Riley Anderson, the little girl from Inside Out. Oh, nice pick. Yes, so thank you. So Riley, for for those of you who haven't seen the movie, Riley is um, she she's a, a hockey player. She's she's pretty good. Uh, she loves hockey. It's pretty much her favorite thing in the world, and she's she's got a lot of spunk. She's a great skater. She can skate literally skate around rings around the other players, and you know she's she's. Uh, I like her spunk. She's got a lot of spunk, and I want her on my team in the clutch. Plus, I figure she's a 12-year-old girl 
the other players are going to at least hesitate before they try and smash her if they can catch up with her. And I think, if nothing else, I think Batman's going to have a little girl's back. So I don't think they're going to get anywhere near her, even if they try. So she's my final draft pick, Riley Anderson from Inside Out. Well done, sir. Uh, just phenomenal, phenomenal team that you put together. So uh, if we were to play each other, I think it would be a pretty easy slam dunk for the crash. But You never uh, know. Just, That's you why you know, play the game. You never know. It's uh, at, at minimum, at minimum, you win the draft. So let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Thank you. So. so why don't we just read off our teams for the benefit of the listener? Okay. All right. Uh, you want to go first? Or? No, no, please. So for the misbehaving few, we have forward Seabass. Uh, he will be the right wing. At center, uh, excuse me, at defenseman, Johnny Upton from Slapshot. Goaltender, Sergeant Mace from Cops. On forward, Mr. Guy Smiley Rod Hockey. Uh, left wing, Mr. Kelly Youngblood. And on defense, the NHL Guardian Bruin. And the extra skater, thanks to the generosity of Mr. Rhino Mack, Pro Stars Wayne Gretzky. All right. And for the Queen's Crash, we have drafted up front. It is Batman <laughs> and the NHL Fox Bot on either side of center Charlie Conway. On the blue line, I have Harry Dresden and Fulton Reed. We are backstopped by... Casey Jones, and our extra skater is Riley Anderson. That is as solid a squad as you can possibly get. I would so, like to see that game. I would just like to see you guys practice. I don't want to face you guys at all, so that, that's pretty impressive. Oh, and our, our head coach was MacGyver. Oh, that's right. Yes, right. Yeah, I forgot. Um, my head coach is uh, Mr. Reggie Dunlop yes. of uh, the Federal League and the movie Slapshot. All so right. sorry about that. No, so, thank no, you no worries. That. And may the best team win. <laughs> yeah. Last minute Queen. remaining in the podcast. Okay. Queen's crash. <laughs> so let's wrap this thing up. Uh, all right. So thank you for sitting through our draft. We hope you enjoyed yourself. I know I did. James, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, your heart doesn't seem in it. I'm just beaten, but it, it's a good way to be beaten. If you got to lose, you, you lose to the best. You're so the underdog. My... Everybody loves an underdog. Tip my cap. There's no need to fear. Underdog is here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thank you. Uh, enough with our nonsense. Thank you for listening. Thank you, of course, to Pops for being the voice of the podcast. LIQ for sound effects used in the podcast. Anthony Sajazi for music used in the podcast. We hope you will contact us. If you think that we've messed up our picks or if you have some great suggestions we didn't think of, why didn't you draft this guy or girl? Please contact us. Email us. Shoot us an email at hitthedeck at gmail.com. Tweet at us at hitthedeckpod on Instagram. Uh, we're at hitthedeck. Facebook at hitthedeck. And uh, listen, subscribe to Hit the Deck on iTunes and Stitcher. I don't drop this often enough, but our website is hitthedeck.com. If you feel like listening from there and please keep listening because this has been our big 20th episode, but coming up in the next few weeks, we have a lot more great stuff. We've got some great interviews on tap that I think you're going to love. 
And I might have something special to announce for the 25th episode. So stay tuned for that. James, anything I missed? No, not at all. But uh, I would just like to add, yes, as Gary was saying, please help out the misbehaving few. We have our hands full and work cut out for us. So I was out GM'd by Mr. GM himself. So thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, thank you, James. This was all your idea. So you have no one to blame but yourself. That's very true, but it was a lot of fun and I enjoyed it. And and, and your picks were just phenomenal. So well done, sir. Enjoy the NHL draft this weekend. Congratulations again to Las Vegas. I hope you have a rabid fan base that will embrace you. And uh, remember when drafting your own players, be it fantasy hockey or I don't know, for fun, I guess you could want to do that. I don't know if you just feel like uh, being as silly as James and I. Whatever you're doing, please remember, it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. All right, where should we pick up our witty banter?